Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Boys, brought to you by your down-home favorite barbecue restaurant, Duke's Barbecue. Actually, <laughs> that is not a sponsor. Duke's Barbecue is not a sponsor. I'm here with my brothers and my honorary brother, uh, Josh. Let's start with you introducing yourself and your character. Josh playing Arlo. Uh, Zena's playing Grim. I didn't know there was going to be a lead in. No was... phones at the table, sir. You, you I hope that you slap your, was picked up by the mic. Mouth I'm sure it was. What'd you say? I'm you Shut Young. your DM mouth. Ah, that's funny. I, I, I play uh, Jack Law. That's right. And these boys are level five. At the end of last week's fight, a quick little recap last week, they went into the forest. They are in the forest. They had interrogated a knoll, or maybe they did. I, I, the episodes run together, but the, most of the, <coughs> last week's episode was a battle at a knoll camp that was set up underneath a sleeping treant, uh, and they found Briar. They haven't got a chance to speak with him yet, but Arlo was able to move Briar to safety yep. and then come back to help his fellow brethren in the battle against all these gnolls. All the gnolls at this camp are dead. Uh, most of them killed at the hands of Jack Law. Uh, and at the end of that that kerfuffle, as we like to say, uh, all of our boys leveled up. You get a level five now. I hear that there are some things that will happen. When... Arlo was a very helpful little helper bee last week. Absolutely. He got Briar out of the tent, saved him, took him into the woods, brought him back around to Burb, made sure Burb was okay. While he was going away, he cast the fog cloud so yeah. that Jack could handle all of his enemies, Which... and then rushed into battle in wolf form to help uh, Grim with yeah, his yeah. battle. I appreciate, yeah, you appreciate you giving Arlo some credit because he did. He put he put the team on his back for a little bit. The fog definitely helped you out, and it was a good time. I don't know if, if Arlo actually like took out any any of our numerous enemies. Support last class, week. man. You yeah. supported, but it, he he was all over the map. Very impressive. Grim did some punching. Grim ha- Grim was a plague by some bad rolls last week. I was yeah. I was getting pretty. He was it. torqued. If you could see him, if you could see him at the, at the table. He was his eyes were all angry. <laughs> <laughs> he had angry eyes. All right, everyone, it's angry, time for the Duke's Barbecue D and D of the night. That'll be the rest of our episode. Uh, here we go. Let's begin. I'm ner- I'm nervous. I'm always nervous when we start these episodes. I thought I smelled something. Uh, towards the towards the beginning <laughs> towards the beginning of the uh, of the campaign, I had just about every response, every option mapped out. But we we've kind of branched off. We're doing some different things, so I, I it's a little more ad lib on my part. So I get real <laughs> nervous whenever we play now. But speaking of ad lib, <laughs> what it's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> being level five has given me access to third level spells. Okay. I, at first, I didn't think any of them were very useful as a cleric, except for a few of them, because, like, um, as part of my subclass or whatever, as a grave cleric, grave. I get, like, uh, vampiric touch and some stuff. And I think mm-hmm. that one's really cool, because that heals me and does damage at the same time. But I was looking through them today because uh, I, just, I revised. Sure. I found no reason um, needed. Animate Dead. Oh, oh, so boy. I wanna I wanna go over to a corpse of the null, a, a decent, one. a decent <laughs> like fully, okay, fully fully uh, intact corpse. You're gonna have to pick through. <laughs> that is in character uh, for Grim. Very pleased at that because <laughs> he is concerned <clears throat> with death. Uh, so yeah, let's. As the battle has ended, the last the last thing that happened was you 
crushed a man's lip, internal organs with your knee. I'm not going to go to him. A Noel's internal organs. Well, actually, no, if, it's, if it's his organs, it's yeah. fine. Yeah. I, I, I think that would be a good poetic thing. Because you, you were duking it out with that one dude the whole time. Just, ah, It's like you proved ah. <laughs> If you don't notice, Bryce was doing very animated punches where he punched up and to the left. Obviously not at any sort of target, uh, which is what Grimm was doing last week. Not true. So, what does Animate Dead do, Venus? Um, it is a third level spell, casting time of one minute, range ten feet, duration instantaneous. This spell creates an undead servant. Choose a pile of bones or a corpse of medium or small humanoid within range. Your spell imbues the target with a foul mimicry of life, raising it as an undead creature. A foul mimicry of life. Uh, uh, the target becomes a skeleton if you choose bones, or a zombie if you choose a corpse. And it says in parentheses, the DM has the creature's game statistics. Keith, I'm counting on you. I do. I'm not. I have them too, so we're good. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's not those. It's like you just use skeletons. Oh, I don't have that. So yeah, you have um, you. Be honest with me. I'm, I'm counting on you. Yeah, I can in case. Eddie um, watched one of the episodes and laughed at my epic whiff oh, where yeah. I unstealthed out of the jungle yeah. and <laughs> stealthed back in yeah. completely unknown. Um, and that's it. I just, I just do that. And on each of my turns, I can use a bonus action to mentally command that creature. And he's under my control for 24 hours. Um, unless I, I recast a spell on him, so uh, <clears throat> I'm just gonna say, can I just like drop one spell slot kind of permanently for third level and just say I keep him active? Um, just like every night before I go to bed, just I'll, cast it on him. I'll notify you. I want to deal with that. I want you to actually have to like. I want to. I want to deal with the fact that you're keeping your zombie with okay. you. Um, so whenever it's bedtime or whatever, <laughs> just, if you want to wake up with the, with the zombie like you do cast it on. <laughs> Um, so let's just is this, we'll say this is something that you were thinking about as you killed him, so that your immediate action is to bring him back alive. Yeah, I'm just. Um, it, it doesn't. It doesn't say this is how you cast it. It's verbal, somatic, and material. Um, we can give you some leeway. I'm gonna Pretty dance cool. around this corpse, <laughs> <laughs> just like a, just kind of just, just crazy, just moving my body around like in various funny poses okay. as a as I kind of like hop from one foot to another in a circle around him, and I'm just gonna keep like singing. I was trying to think of a funny song for like raising dead or something that that, uh-huh. that thought about like bones rising, but all I could think of was um, dim bones, dim bones, dim dry bones. <laughs> so I need you to actually RP you okay. dim bones. Um, <laughs> I like I, I get down on I like crouch down and look at him, kind of poke at the corpse a bit. And I'm like, okay, this will do. And so I stand up and I start dancing around I'm like dim bones, dim bones, dim dry bones, and I just keep doing that in a circle. <laughs> For a minute. It takes a minute. For a whole minute. <laughs> my hands are glowing. The like light starts filling up the corpse. And it, I imagine, I don't know, it like raises up and the yeah. flesh just flips okay, away. Yeah. And from so, up on the hill, Burb is taking notes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> me and Arlo are right there. So yeah. at, at least 50 seconds in, Jack is fully confused. Okay, so... Has it completed? Are you done now? I'm about or, to I yeah, want okay, do some description. So yeah, Grim... Grim is dancing around the thing, and the, this purple light begins to glow beneath it, uh, as if kind of like a, in the space of where his grave would be, and where his spirit is kind of coming back into him a little bit. Uh, and this this thing begins to rise up, not by picking itself up, but it rises up as if someone it were laying on a piece of wood, and you stood it up, like it just straight back, and it rises up, and it jitters a little bit, and then from the from the ground where this purple energy is, the the purple. Uh, magic goes flowing through it and some of the flesh does begin to like melt and wither off and you can see down to the bone in some places and one of the eyes is dissolved and uh, there's only one eye and there's some teeth some of its teeth do fall out see his um, ruptured kidneys 
Yeah, and you do you see you can see into those internal organs, and you can see kind of the soup that you left. <laughs> in a there. shaped dent. And then the last thing that happens is whenever his mouth is closed, whenever he rises up, would you prefer it be? A, I'll let you choose, male or female, Noel. Uh, male. That's okay. up to the Noel. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, guys. Anyone can listen. We don't think that's funny because we don't. We thought it was funny because it was funny. Okay? We're not... We If you be you, Dungeon Boys, our stance is that if you are you, we love you. That is it. Okay, everybody? We love and so you the final all. thing that happens is the knoll, like, because these are like stand-up large hyenas, essentially. So his mouth was closed, and then at the end of the spell, at the, the one-minute mark, it just... Part of his jaw flops and his mouth drops open. And it can't hold it up. <laughs> like there's, it just kind of chatters there. So the mouth is always open. I want to like, I put my hand under it and start like, sl- kind of using my fingers to like make it clack against the roof. Just okay. <laughs> it's it, it's your servant, so it doesn't do anything. Uh, so Zenas, keep track of what your zombie servant does. Thank God it can't speak, so I don't have to deal with that. Um, You're right. But there, people will react to it, and things will be interesting from here on out because you do have a zombie knoll. Uh, okay, what's, what else is going on? Uh, Jack has a reaction to this. Grim, what in the world are you doing? Raising a friend. Oh, okay. It's a puppy. I, <laughs> I, I pet its head. Close enough. His name is Bones. Do you want to pet him? No, not at all. Oh. So the zombie, as you pet him, goes... Uh... <laughs> I just, see, I just see it's it at a, a later oh, time. I, thought you... I, can, no, I can choose to reanimate the bones or the corpse. Okay. It's so a, into a skeleton or a zombie. So I chose skeleton. Gotcha. All the flesh melted off. So you <laughs> saw the that has been peeled. You saw oh. all of the organs for a moment. Now it is comp- it is white uh, knoll skeleton with a clattering jaw. Well, we I can still see the later, organs. Like there they are. With like a string just tied to its lower jaw, <laughs> calling your voice down, making it look like talking. That'll be in our covert ops episode. Uh, yeah, so what? So that reaction has happened. What else is going on? Arlo has no audible reaction. He's he's still a, a, a direwolf from last time. So, yeah, yeah. Arlo is concerned how you learned this level of ventriloquism, but from the top of the hill, you hear Burb say. Come on, friend! Help! Help! Alright, I hear that from Burb. I, I start running that way. Yep. Yeah, I follow. Okay. I snap my fingers. Come, Bones! <laughs> the, the, the zombie uh, gleefully follows you with clattering jaw. <coughs> I avoid the zombie. Like, we gotta give it a wide berth. Okay. But I'm running that way as well. Alright, you don't hear anything. You don't, uh, as far as sound stuff in the forest, you don't really hear much of anything. This combat probably took minute, minute and a half. I don't remember how many turns it actually was. Maybe even two minutes. A whole two minutes. So it wasn't very long you were at this camp. Uh, so you don't hear like people don't rushing back to help or anything. But as you crest the hill you see Bird uh, is like patting on Briar who is now he's laid down in the ground and his eyes are shut. Um, and he you, uh, Burb is patting him and, and like patting his big belly and saying, wake up! Come on friend! Come on friend! And then when he sees you crest this hill, he says, Help! Help! Come on, friend! As he's patting his chest. Are we there? Uh, yeah, you're there. Okay. <laughs> cool. I want to not be a direwolf anymore. Okay, so you stand, you, however, becoming a not direwolf mm-hmm. and a halfling or a gnome. You lose you know. about 90% mass. <laughs> yeah, so. And 100% the, direwolf. <laughs> the the direwolf's body just shrinks into its hind legs and then they form into you. <laughs> <laughs> just one leg. <laughs> So uh, yeah, you're you're a gnome now. 
Cool. All right, I want to run up to Briar. I want to, I want to check on him. Bird, okay. what happened here? Uh, I, I not I not know. Uh, big fat dwarf fall down and not uh, open, not awake no more. That was very eloquent, Bird. I'm proud. Come on, friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do I need to, like, roll to... Roll something um, no, to check on his ta- mental when you get over health, there, you physical can, health, whatever. Uh, you kind of pat him down and okay. you, you listen for his breath, and he is breathing. Okay. Um, his breathing is labored. He's he's badly beaten. Um, he's bruised. He's bloodied. His face is very kind of. He's got a big black eye. Um, but he's just he you, he seems rather worse for the wear, and he is not sleeping peacefully, but sleeping in kind of a labored. I'm 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 exhausted. I can't be awake anymore. Type of way. Okay. So, can I cast uh, Cure Wounds on Brow War? Certainly. Certainly cool. you can. All right. Um, I forget how much it is. Uh, it's a D8 plus spell on my fire. That's a 5 plus a 3. So, I got an eight, dam- uh, 8 damage. 8 undamage. Okay. So, as you put your hand on him and or Cure Wounds uh, touch... Yeah, yep. it's a touch. Yeah, it's a touch one. Um, you put your hand on him, and, and the magic courses through you, and you can some of the flowers around, or the, the forest floor around him begins to grow with a little bit of life, and uh, your, your magic passes into him, and some of his, his black eye recedes, and the swelling goes down, and some of his bruises get a little bit smaller, and some of his open wounds close up. Uh, and he, he wakes up just long enough to say, Oh, it's so good to see you. But I'm so sleepy. And he lays back down. We have candy. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, somebody make the sound of bacon. Although, how much does he weigh? About that much. <laughs> I don't know if I can carry him. Yeah, I, we got to get him out of here. I, I don't know if the rest of the gnolls are going to come back. We got to get him out of here, though. Can, can you take me back to, to town? Please. I, I pat his left moob and I say, "We'll get you there, big man." His moob, okay. his man boob. Um, Does anybody have some extra cloth? Extra cloth? Yeah, I've got can, a rope. You tore up a tent down there. How much, how much cloth you need? Ooh, yeah, there's plenty of tents. And stuff. I'm gonna run down. And I'm gonna grab me a tent. What you need to do with that cloth? You, you two collect two long straight sticks. We're gonna make a stretcher. I do that. Do I need to roll for it? Um, I'm a roll for yeah. tent taking. Why don't you roll? Who's making the stretcher? Um, I'm I'm just finding a stick right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. So let me know. You stick plentiful. Tent plentiful. Whoever wants to make the uh, stretcher, I need to uh, roll. I have I have no fingers for this. I'll leave this to someone else. Um, Meaty man paws these. I, I will give it a shot. I will give it a shot. What am I rolling? Okay, um, you are rolling. Just roll survival for me. Survival. Okay, that is a mighty ten. A ten. Uh, you fashion or roll with advantage. I imagine these guys are helping you. They have found some stuff for you. Fourteen. Just okay. You you um you are able to. It takes a lot of fabric, and it takes some. You <laughs> uh, Grim brings back some sticks that aren't quite big enough. Uh, so you motion him back to get some bigger sticks, so like almost four by four size branches that you've <laughs> gathered, uh, and you put together this this stretcher. And th- for all your tests, it seems like it should carry Briar's weight. Okay. Josh, did your heater die? Yeah, it did. Okay. Yeah. Would you like to take a break to do anything with it? That is up to y'all. How is your general temperatureness? I'm okay. I'm good. I think we'll be fine for this episode, right. folks. It's cold in our studio. It no, is cold. No central climate control, so bear with us. But there should be no noise, which is wonderful. I am the climate control. That's right. Okay. Oh. What do you do? 
Well, I am about as big around as the sticks we used, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to be very much help on this one. Yeah. Together, Grim and Jack Law could probably handle it. Uh, I'll grab uh-huh. the front. Sticks. I got All right. Okay. We both need to roll? Um, oh, I thought we were like getting them on the stretcher or something like that. Uh, um, yeah, this is not something that you need to roll for. You guys are capable of rolling this man onto a stretcher. Roll right. to Shouldn't roll him. Yeah, and you guys lift up the stretcher. Um, and Burb, whenever you lift it up, is oh, kind of oh, intrigued. Oh, oh, and Burb oh. says, "Ride." Sure, Burb. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he hops. Burb hops on Briar's belly and sits there as he rides like the jiggling belly. It's like a, it's like a saddle uh, that just looks kind of funny. As you guys are truck, trucking it out That's of the forest. strange visual right there. Um, so, Arlo, I assume you're following behind, or you're heading out in front, or whatever. I'm leading the way. Okay, leading the way. Back to town. Back to town. Um, your journey back to town is relatively uneventful. Uh, it's approaching nighttime. I think it was probably about... It was pretty early, I think, in the day when you guys went out to... Because you slept at night, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was real um, early when we It was early when you left. Uh, your searching took a while, so it, it's, it's approaching um, dark now. Kind of... Late afternoon. Not quite dark, but you know the sun will be going down pretty soon. Right. Uh, and you guys walk back towards town, and you can see town on the horizon, and you guys move toward it, and you can hear the sounds of a bustling small town as you approach. Um, and nobody's really noticed you yet as you're outside the town. And you're heading in, and you're free to do whatever. Where are you headed? What are you thinking? What are you doing? I'm headed to the first person I could find who could be like a, a healer or a doctor or something like that. Okay. Um, as to your eye, Briar is looking real good. He seems to just be very, very tired. Like he hasn't gotten a lot of sleep. He seems to be in need of rest. Uh, your cure—I wasn't. I'm just trying to say your cure wounds is, is healed him well. He's okay. seems to be rather well healed. He's just very sleepy. So let's drag him to the Gilded Gardener. Indeed. Yeah, that was, that's where I was gonna go. Let's do it. Okay, so you want to do anything with the skeleton? I know that I was. I want to just give you the option. I don't want to forget about the skeleton. Uh, I mean, Hitch him just, up outside. I, I honestly forgot that I made him. Um, <laughs> he's gonna follow me. Click, okay, click so you guys, all. you guys come into town. Uh, there are several townspeople. Uh, this is a traveling town. This is a town that a lot of people pass through very frequently. So they're not strangers to a strange thing. You know, they're not strangers to you know people following other people around or sorcerers having wards or something like that. Uh, but there are a lot of people whispering as you walk through, and you hear, uh, is, "Is that a a gnoll skeleton? Does this mean? Is it does this mean he he loves gnolls, or he's a friend of the gnolls, or is it possible that he's murdered one?" And you just hear different kind of whisperings like that as you pass through. Um, but you guys do make it to the gilded gardener. Um, I want to address those people. Okay, sure. Some you pick out some people who are whispering. Yeah, just whoever's like the most pointy and whispery. Uh, okay. Trust me, he is no friend to the gnolls. <laughs> what? what do you mean? I ripped his skeleton out myself. Oh. Well, carry on then. Well done. <laughs> well done, fellows. Well done. We appreciate your service. Those gnolls have been doing quite... They've been rummaging our crops and killing our children. Good riddance to that gnoll. Oh, crap. Were we supposed to be like free and prisoner children or something like that? They were dead. No, they were... Okay. They, the, I told you... Or Argnon, the sheriff, told you the conflict was started by some dead kids. Okay. All right. Or on behalf of some dead kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys make it out front of the Gilded Gardener with uh, this man on the stretcher. No one has really rushed to your aid, except uh, you do hear 
someone uh, rushing up to you as you make it to the Gilded Gardener and you hear sounds coming from the, the town square uh, that you were whenever you met Argnon and you remember that garden that this town is famous for. You hear someone saying, Oh, oh, is, is, is that him? Is that Briar? Yeah, we, we found him. We found him. An elven woman is standing before you. Uh, she is, has a satchel full of what looks like herbs. She smells like plants. Um, what? <laughs> uh, uh, she has a satchel. She looks very earthy. Uh, she, she matches a description of um, Clara, the woman I believe that Argnon described to you a couple of days ago when y'all were asking about Briar. Um, and she says, Oh, I, I, I've been missing him. He's been gone for several days. What's, what's happened to him? Uh, he seems like, like he was held captive by the gnolls for some reason. Why, why would they hold a briar captive? He's such a nice man, a nice dwarf. He helped me in the garden. They wanted to wake something up, I believe. Wake something up? Something mm. about destroying the town. Destroying? They wanted briar to destroy the town? Oh, I know he wouldn't do anything like that. Yeah, you and me both. Well, if, what, is he all right? Is he, is he sick? Is he hurt? Or, or what, what, why is he on the stretcher? Well, he he's very very tired. Seems like they've kept him awake for a long time. Uh, he was very uh, very uh, tired and, and beaten when we found him. But he he seems to be on the mend at this point. Oh, very good. Let, take him inside and let him get some rest. I'll to go back to the garden and, and tend to it before I leave for the night. But I'm so glad that you rescued him. I'm so very glad. And Arlo is is, is just very. He just wants to get Briar sure. like off his feet and gotcha. just rest. He, uh, yeah, the, Clara says, thank you so much, young man. Maybe I'll see you in the next couple of days if you're here in the town. Thank you so much. All right, all right, she all right. leaves. So y'all heading up the stairs to the Gilded Gardener? Oh, it is, it is upstairs? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, there's, you got to go upstairs to get to the porch, and then I imagine the rooms are also upstairs. Are you pulling the front? Or are you I was pulling the front, so. Okay, Jack, so do I'm going to have to. Do you want to <laughs> switch? Can you, can you handle that? Oh, I got it. Okay. The stairs at the end actually have one of them little lift things. <laughs> so as you guys are moving him around and you heard Clara's voice and stuff, uh, or, or Briar, you hear him go, Oh, where are we? Briar, Briar, we're, we're back in the town. We're back in far. Oh, wonderful. I might be able to walk to a bed if you would procure one for me. We, we, we've already got beds and everything. You just, you relax. Just follow us. Just a... Nice, and he goes to roll off the stretcher, and he like lumbers, and you hear poof, poof. <laughs> his feet hit the floor. Uh, he stumbles inside behind you. I guess you're leading him. He says, "Oh, just a a night's rest, and I'll be all right. Just a night's rest. Thank you so much, Arlo. I've missed you. I didn't know much how longer. I that. We'll we'll talk when you wake up. You need to get some rest first. Okay. So you guys, I guess you take him up to the room that you've procured for him for yourself. Yes. Okay. So he lumbers up the stairs slowly, slowly. It's all, it seems as if he almost can't push it that last step, but he does. It's like people are betting money on this. <laughs> he does push I himself. I push him that last step. <laughs> he, he does push. He gets to the top and he lumbers to a bed and he flops down in it and he says, "Come and wake me in the morning. We have much to discuss." What happened to his staff? I still have it. Okay. Okay, so you from the inside you hear and he seems to be much more restfully sleeping now. Sounds good. I do not want to leave Master Briar's side. Like I don't okay. wanna I don't wanna leave the inn until he's awake. 
All right, and you're at the Gilded Gardener. Right, okay, so you want to go downstairs and hang out, or do you want to sit in the room with him? Um, I'll be fine with going downstairs. I just I don't want to leave the inn. I don't want to leave anything to chance because it's taking this okay. long to find it. Well, let me know. If you want to, whatever you do inside this inn, you tell me. Okay. I'm going to go to my room and reel me in some Z's. Okay. I'm going to slump against the, the wall right by Briar's door. I'm going to stick one leg out across the hallway. Bones is going to be on the other side standing guard. And okay. I'm go to sleep. It's not quite dark yet. You still got plenty of daylight. I don't want you to think it's pitch black dark. But y'all are free to sleep if you'd like to sleep. Uh, We've been working hard. Oh, it was. It was not quite. You knew the sun was about to be going down as you left the forest. But when you arrived in town, the the sun was still up. I would just call it twilight. Mm, so if you want more to do with your day, mm-hmm. twilight. What? Mm-hmm. There's plenty of werewolves and vampires in this store. Shh, we're not going there. <laughs> we're not going there. Yeah, nope. if y'all want to sleep, you're absolutely welcome to sleep. I think Arlo would like to find some food, because we, we had a lot of activity. Okay. So you head downstairs to the bar, I guess, and to the tavern and order some food? Yep, I'm going to have some food. If we eat, then that's what I'm going to do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... The, I mean, same, honestly. All right, yeah. so Grim goes downstairs. What about Skeleton Man? He goes stay up now. Okay, so the skeleton inside or outside the room? Outside. He has a short sword and a short bow. I think okay. as the skeleton statistics, I don't know what the gnolls had. So okay, we'll say you. They had spears, um, so I guess I'd like to give him a spear. Just unless you found a sword, he he did have a longbow actually. The, the skeleton. He did have a longbow. So. Well, there you go. Yeah, so we'll say he has a spear and a longbow. Okay, so he's, he's like he's holding the spear like in front of him, kind of like a, a knight statue sort of okay. just standing guard. On your way in, people were very concerned about this thing, but they I think the conversation you guys had on the way in will suffice to explain that this is. This is a product of Noel killing, not Noel loving. I ripped him soul out myself. <laughs> it's in my pocket. So you guys head downstairs and you order some food. You want to sit at the bar or a table? You know, I was not expecting that question. <laughs> I'll sit at the bar. I'll sit at the bar. Yeah. Bar okay. Up. So you uh, hop up there, and the bartender is uh, takes me a week and a day to climb to the top of that stool. He is wiping the a glass out. He spits in a glass and wipes it out, and then sets it back behind him. Full um, flavor. Classic bar. Classic bartender move. Uh, and he says, <laughs> "What do you boys have?" Uh, I'll have the tallest drink you got. It's been a long day. Well, best of luck to you. And he uh, grabs a stein that's probably a foot tall, um, and he pours it full of ale. I'm like three feet tall. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's why he said best of luck. Uh, And after he pours it full of ale, he looks at you, and seeing how small you are, and he takes a a straw from behind him (laughs) and slides it into the stein. Thank you, sir. That's all to do with you. You, man with the mask, and you... The one with the skeleton you brought in. What do you have? Uh, Just a meal and some water. It's your lucky day. We've got a leg of lamb. I will, I will take some lamb. Uh, in a plate I can take up to my room, please. A, t- a to-go plate, eh? Indeed. <laughs> yeah. I just spend like a tray or yeah. something that yeah. I can carry that in a drink. Uh, he hands you just, he says, we don't have any special plates here, just a regular plate. And he hands you a plate with a leg of lamb on it, a little garnish, a little bit of greens there. And he, he says, that'll be five gold pieces. Well, darn. No, it'll be, excuse me. <laughs> that's that's I, rich lifestyle, man. Yeah, we have, we have very, uh, we have several games going on and the economies are all different. <laughs> that'll be one gold piece. I... <laughs> that's the, uh, like I went to McDonald's the other day. There's a, a separate tax for eat in and carry out. Really? Yeah. That's odd. Hmm. 
I gave him the one gold piece. Uh, I would also like a drink of some sort. Uh, you have any berry juices? Uh, absolutely. We have uh, we have raspberry juice in the in in the in the free in the ice box. Would you like me to get you some? Absolutely. Sounds delicious. Very well. So he get, pours you a big old cup of this dark, rich crimson raspberry juice. Mm. He slides it to you. I. I'm going back up to my. Would you room. care to explain why it is you you're asking for juice? Just because I didn't want something alcoholic, but I wanted something that tasty would not taste like spit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay, so you turn and leave. In between, so very good like gnawing on the the leg of lamb, I call out, "Good night, Jack." Good night, Jack. I, I, I couldn't do it. I was trying to do like a, a full mouth, but you're good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So you head upstairs. Really? Uh, how, how is it? It's good. Tastes like lamb. Um, so Mark, the, give me some of that too. Uh, he slides you another plate and says, "That'll be gold. One gold piece." Thank you. Thank you, sir. So I saw you wander in with the uh, with that skeleton there. What's what's the story with the skeleton? Also with the fat dwarf. What's his story? It's Master Briar. He's been in town for a while now. Oh yes, I'd, we get a few fat dwarfs wandering to and fro, but um, it, it yes, Master Briar, he helped. He was helping the garden. He's a bit of a druid, I suppose. Yes, uh, we we enjoyed his time here. So what what happened to him out in the forest? Knolls get at him. Well, we're we're not going to say anything just yet. We we're going to wait until he wakes up. He needs some rest right now. Oh, very well. well. I know the knolls have been causing a lot of problems. Did you run into, into, into any knolls in the forest? There's yeah, a knoll skeleton I have upstairs. It did look rather knollish, didn't it? Oh. So, what... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that was just a funny statement. <laughs> <laughs> so, I hear, actually, the word around down is Sheriff Ognon's got a knoll in the jail that they captured in the last couple of hours. Is that so? Yes. I believe the word, I, I don't know if you saw in the town square on the way through, but I think they're constructing a gallows for him out in the square. And uh, when is he supposed to be executed? Absolutely. What when? What, what else are Noel's good for? When, when is that supposed to be now? Uh, I believe they're doing it tonight. It, it may sound a little bit crass, but uh, morale in town's been very low, and these Noel's have been causing us trouble, and... We can't do much against the orcs that, that come cull from our from our population, but we sure as heck can kill a knoll and boost morale a little bit in town. Uh-huh. This whole town got anger management issues. Well, if you had people coming to your town and killing indiscriminately, you'd be rather upset too. I suppose you got a point on that one. I, w- I want to lean in and talk to Grim for a minute. So. Sure. Grim. Grim. Yeah. Grim. I think... I think we need to find out what this knoll knows I agree. about what they were doing with that trench and what they were doing with Master Briar. What what plans they had for this town? In between bites, I agree, and I I guess by this time I'm done. Yeah, because it was just a leg, right? Sure. So I, I shotgun my my water <laughs> and slam the cup back on the the table, just <sighs> and I get up and walk out. Was it good, sir? It was. I knew it. I um. I have the best spit in town. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what that whole glass was. <laughs> um, Graham, I, I, I feel real bad about leaving Briar here. What, what if something happens? What if somebody comes to, to get him or something like that? I don't think I can leave the inn until he wakes up. I wink at him and I walk out. <laughs> okay. 
That was disturbing. Uh, my, and I go back to my swimming pool of beer. My okay. skeleton starts walking down the stairs. I mentally called it to me. Okay. And it just saunters out the door. People are confused by that, but you sit back up at the bar? No, I'm going to go back upstairs. Oh, you're going back upstairs? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Uh, well, the <clears throat> the uh, bartender, whenever you, you go turn around and go back upstairs, he says, Make sure you don't miss the execution tonight. Yeah. It ought okay. to be a good time. Whenever you reach the top of the stairs, you see Jack like putting his finished plate down and like securing the strap on his mask. He was sitting outside Briar's door. Very cool. Jack, thank you for all your help. Anytime, I, Marlo. I don't think we could have done any of this without you, and I, I, I don't know if I could have got Briar out of there. Marlo, you were indispensable in our battle against the Dolls. Thank you. I try to look after my friends. It is much appreciated. All right, is there anything you guys want to take care of at the end before we go and Grim has whatever he's about to do? Jack's going to go to bed. Okay, so Jack, you go go find yourself a room to catch some Zs in. I don't remember how we set up the rooms last time with the Gilded Gardener, but we'll say that it's a separate I room. I don't know if we did. We just said that we're, we, we get rooms. Yeah, so you go into yours and hit the hay. Yep. Arlo, what will you be doing? You'll just be... I'm going into the room where Briar is. Okay. And I am just going to sit down with my, my back against the door. I'm going to try to get a little bit of sleep, too. Sure. You'll be able to nab a long rest if you don't do anything else this evening. Or a short rest if you make it for a while. Um, <clears throat> Grim, you exit the tavern. Yeah. The Gilded um, Gardener. Do I know where the prison is? Yeah, I mean, it's a fairly small town, so you walk that way. Um, it's twilight. People are kind of closing up shops. The, the people are lighting the street lamps around town. Um, and as you pass by the town square, sure enough, you can see several men and other humanoid creatures. It's a, it's a pretty diverse town, but you see several uh, people, for lack of describing every single person who's building it, of fairly large uh, gallows where it looks like a, a public ex- execution is going to take place. Um, Saunter over. To the gallows or keep yeah. going to the jail? Um, no, it's I... swaying. <laughs> yeah, no, I I see the uh, the gallows and I just like divert okay. course over there. All right, so you arrive and there are about four four dudes. Um, uh, a dwarf and three men. Are they all men? Uh, they are all men building this thing. Hello, good men. Uh, hello, sir and... Is that a gnoll skeleton? It is. Guys, he's got a gnoll skeleton. He's my pet. I call him Bones. You can pet him if you want. Oh, we're not going to pet him, but you can have one more of those by the end of the night, buddy. Oh, uh, yeah, so I've heard. Uh, tell me, when... Uh, well, as you can see first, <laughs> I, I do enjoy killing the gnolls. I stole this <laughs> one's body. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, if you're going to go and like preach to them about not killing gnolls, you're going to have some wind yeah. taken out of your sails <laughs> by yeah. the skeleton. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, Us too, friend. So, uh... I, it, it stands to reason that I would be curious about such things. Well, when when is this execution? I've, I've only heard that it's going to happen. I don't know exactly when. Sure, a couple of hours. Once it gets truly dark, we get some some good torchlight going. The the we'll we'll be able to see the flicker of torchlight on his hair as he his neck snaps before us all. And I I, I would like to tap or pat part of the thing the gear. The not gear, gallows. gallows. Yeah. Um. And this this will be done by then. Yes. Perhaps we can't hang him if it's not. That's very true, my friend. Um, but if you happen to finish a few hours beforehand, is it going to be guarded? 
I'd hate to see anything happen to this. Such as, I've heard about Knoll ratings and such. I, I don't want them to think they can come in here and, and disrupt our plans, you know? Oh, sure. There'll be some of us out here all night. We won't be leaving it unattended. Very well. Well, that, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was good, good to see you. Good night and good luck, friends. Remember, if you come back later, you'll be able to have you, whatever you do with those kills. Not my place to judge, but you can have another one. We'll see. <laughs> oh, you know, you know I'm always looking for a man. Yes, we do. <laughs> Walk away. We know you. Mommy. <laughs> I feel like this whole conversation was amidst just continuous <coughs> finger guns back yeah. Grim has low charisma, so. Yeah, all right, so. The finger guns help. Dude, they you, help. Guys all, you guys are all playing your dudes really well tonight. Um, um, and I, I'm just on top of the thing. Ha-ha. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to shuffle my way toward the. To the jail? Yeah. Okay. As you get to the jail, it's. Uh, Again, it's kind of the town is shutting out down for the evening. As you get to the jail, the the front porch of the jailhouse, you can see uh, a red dragonborn uh, sitting on the porch. Kind of, he's smoking a pipe. He's got his his sheriff's cap on and got his little uniform. His tie is a little bit looser. His shirt's a little bit more unbuttoned. Uh, and he's sitting on the porch smoking a pipe. Argnon, you know him to be. Hello, Argnon. Oh, it was Grim, was it? Yes. You've, I see you've made it back from your journey in the forest, and I see you <coughs> brought a knoll skeleton with you. I have. I didn't know you were so powerful in the magical arts. Uh, recent accomplishments, yes. Very well. Appreciate you taking another knoll out for us. Uh, no problem. I hear that another one's about to be gone shortly, in a few Absolutely. hours here. Absolutely. We found one wandering in the forest, so we, we snagged him. The town has been... Uh, it's been... Slow and just depressed. Morale's been low lately. Mm. and You know, with the cullings and the orcs coming and taking people against their will and the gnolls ravaging, you know, doing what they do. You know. you know. Yes, I do. I can't yes. think of a specific example, but I know we've been in conflict with them. Stealing um, crops and, and things of that sort, yes? Babies. And, and yeah. just killing children. Yeah, yeah, those... All the bad, yes, all the bad stuff that they've been doing. and You know, I'm hoping just a good spectacle like this and, and, and taking care of one of those monsters uh, it's been bothering us ought to go a long way to boost morale around town. Hmm, I can understand that. What does the jail look like? It's kind of a wooden building. Um, wooden, it, you say? <laughs> yeah, it's a wooden building. Uh, it's, it, you can tell that it kind of has a basement with a very thin barred windows around the bottom that you can see down. Particularly dry the, and kindly looking yeah. <laughs> the dungeon. Um, in the top there are some, you can see through the window there are some cells up top but you can't see the knoll. Uh, just kind of a typical building with a door in front, couple windows, barred. Looks like a jail, it says jailhouse on the front. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like Old West jail situation. Um, okay. So, would you, would you mind terribly if I were to speak with this man, Noel, creature, real quick. Oh, absolutely. He'll be gone in a few hours, so I don't have any problem with you coming in to speak. But before you go, uh, how did your time in the forest go? You were looking for someone. You, Briar, Briar, uh, the druid that was here, you were looking for him. It went very well. We found him. It killed many gnolls in the process. Very good. Uh, Te teach them a lesson. Uh, yes. You did find Master Briar. Yes, I did. Is he well? He is. He's resting now, but... Good. Everything, everything else seems to be okay. So what are those gnolls doing in the forest? What do they have Briar for? Just being gnolls, I guess. 
stealing things that don't belong to them. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have said it, the, if you would have, if you would have, if you would have said it, you said stealing things what don't belong to them. With that, got me. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you can go in and speak to him. I'm gonna sit out here and finish this pipe, and I like smoking inside. All right. I, I leave my, my skeleton there just awkwardly, like, in the position he was in. So it's like, me and him side by side. Now the skeleton just staring at Argonon. As he, as you walk... Is his walk, jaw still hanging loose? Yeah, definitely. Guess, yeah. <laughs> as you walk past him, uh, he, like, nudges you on the side and says, Do I, need, do I need to worry about that skeleton? No, he's fine. All right, I'll take your word for it. He goes, he takes a big puff on his pipe and blows a big old cloud of smoke as you walk past. Not yeah. at you. It's just... Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Okay. So I go in and I, I try to find Mr. Noldman. Okay. So you walk in and you can see the the jailhouse. Uh, there's cells in the back. There's a desk where Argonon sits. Uh, you can see on the wall there's some belts, some kind of like utility short, uh, sheriff belts, a couple badges stuck into the wall there, um, <clears throat> like kind of where they leave their stuff. A couple of coats, uh, and then you can see a staircase that leads down. Utility um, belt. That's what that's what tripped me up. The yeah. Utility yeah. Belt. Uh, you know, kind of. I feel like that's what you would call a belt—a belt that a cop wears. It really is a utility belt. Yeah, probably. Can I, I duty, duty belt? Duty belt. Can I roll perception to see if I find any keys? We're all smiling because Josh said duty belt. <laughs> Just to let you know, listeners. We couldn't maintain any longer. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Roll to find some keys. Yeah, that's, that's Nat twenty. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Step, step in. I feel them. No, so you step in. Uh, and as you step in, the sheriff throws them at you from outside. Do you want to be conspicuous? Like, do you want to be inconspicuous while you search for them? Yeah, kind of. I don't. I don't really want them to be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Okay, so what happens? Well, well, I'm gonna RP for you a little bit. So you walk in, and as you pass by the desk, you're looking around for these things, and you kick the desk a little bit, kind of barely stub your toe, and ah. and you hear the jingle of keys in the, one of the drawers, and you can tell which drawer it's in, and like you kind of barely trip. Like, oh, I'm, that's all right. I'm, I, I just. Lost my footing, and Argnon on the front porch kind of gives a chuckle. It's like, oh, watch out for that desk there. I know it's in the way. Cool. And so you see the keys, and you want to take them? I'm going to take them. I feel like I need to make you do a little sleight of hand on this to take them. Because they are in a drawer. I want... Uh, can, I, can I make the bones, like, just fall into a pile of bones as a distraction? You can make them... Fu- Fall over, I guess. I, can, I, I mean, just like fall straight down. Absolutely, so, like, you can absolutely do that. I'll let you gain advantage. That was a three. Okay. <laughs> and that was a five. <laughs> um. Jack also snuck. Okay. All right. <laughs> so when so as you do this, uh, mm. but the do you want to name him or <laughs> the, the skeleton? His name is Bones. Oh yeah, sorry, Bones. You already. I was about to call him Bones for some. I don't know why I didn't lock that in. But so as Bones falls to the ground in a heap of bones, uh, the sheriff sees that and hears that. He also hears some jangling from inside, and he says, "Ah, oh, Grim, your skeleton just fell into a heap of bones. Everything all right in there? Are you okay?" Uh, yes. I, I lost a bit of my concentration. I hit the desk very, very hard. All right. Final roll. Roll persuasion for me. Oh my god. You've built this. You've built this up to be an easy roll. That's eleven. Yeah, you got it. You, okay. you, you've, you've persuaded. Oh, just the knoll's downstairs. Don't wander around the top so long. Sorry. 
And the thing, um, I make him stand back up. Okay, he stands up. I, I walk downstairs. I ignore it. Okay, but I make a mental note of where those keys are. Okay, so you don't you don't get the, you well, you grab the keys. I'm sorry, you, oh, you grab right. the keys. All right, sweet. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You I, you grab the keys. Actually, you made the noise. I didn't mention. You, I was you, wondering you had, why you put them back. You had the keys in your hand, buddy. Okay. So you're heading down the stairs, uh, and downstairs there's several uh, cells around the outside walls. But in the middle, there's a big metal post that kind of holds up. It's, it's a load-bearing post, and the knoll is tied to that post. Um, Anybody else in there? Uh, there's nobody else down here, and he's more more than tied. He is shackled to that post. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Hey, friend. How you doing? You hear the clang of... Cling, cling, Did as you see the skeleton, would you? No, he's upstairs. Okay. As he's pulling against the pole, he says, Who are you? Another one of these Varkian dogs here to torture me? Uh, and as you uh, see him, you can tell that he has also been fairly badly beaten, fairly bloodied. He has had a rough time as well. Is he facing me or the other he way? He is facing. He is He is free to move around the pole as he wishes, but his arms are behind him, and his arms are shackled together, so he can't get around, the, get away from the pole. Okay. Him calling you a dog is a serious racial slur among them, so you should oh, feel absolutely. very, very absolutely. bad about yourself. He <laughs> called the Farkians dogs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I... I, I ignore that. I walk over to him and cast Vampiric Touch, killing him instantly. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cast... Uh, I'm going to pat him on his shoulder, and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on him as I walk in front of him. Okay. So he regains. What are you doing? What are you doing? He, pull, he pulls away from you. <coughs> Roll to hit him with you, advantage. To hit him? He's trying to get away from you. Okay. Well, yeah, all right, well, six is the number. If I, yeah, sorry. if I heal him up, six is the number. Um, twenty. Wait, <laughs> yeah, you wait. get him if he's over twenty. Twenty-two. Yeah. So he's snatching away, and he goes around, but you you're able to get a hand. Hold on, on now. His, get back here. He, you're able to get a hand on his wrist, and he says, "What's up, daughter?" Easy. I'm gonna start petting his head too. Easy now. Don't patronize me. I'm I'm just I'm a no, not a pet. Oh, that feels good. Whew. The petting feels good. Why? <laughs> why have you healed me? I don't this... believe that the gnolls are responsible for what's been happening to this town, or at least, at the very least, the dead children. I don't really care about the rest of it at this point. What are you talking about? Do you know anything about dead children? No, we don't know anything about dead children. All we know is that we've been accused of killing Farkian children, and none of us have murdered any Farkian children. We, we don't. Kill things for no reason. Did you start attacking the town before or after that? And an attack in this sense means have you been stealing crops and things like that? Being a general nuisance to this town before the dead children. We eat meat, but sure when 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 the when the hunters from Fark started coming to kill us, yeah, absolutely we would we'd you know kill them back and and we if we saw a hunter out by himself, we'd you know eye for an eye and we'd we'd kill we'd take one and kill him, but. The, the Farkians started it. Would you happen to know any any reason those children would have died? Any animals, anything out of the ordinary in the forest? It's the western wildwood, you idiot. They, anything could have killed them. Not just gnolls. It's not just us that kill things in the forest. I'm aware. I, I, I pull out the key, and I kind of dangle it in front of him. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Are you... Are you here just to to torture me with emotions, or are you, are you going to set me free? 
I'm going to set you free, but I'm trying to think if there's anything else I could need from you before I do. What do you want to know? What do you know? Tell me about this conflict between the Knolls and the Farkians. They kill us and we kill them. Without end, it seems. There's Now there's no, there's no aggression needed. If we see someone, a straggler from the town, we kill them. And they've been coming into our forest and we have this tradition where young adolescent Knolls go out with their mothers for their first hunt. And the hunters have been taking young Knolls and we don't... I've heard about that. We don't know... Why would they take young ones? Because they think you killed their children. We didn't. I know you didn't. Or at the very least, I believe it. And at this point, I'm just going to continue to refer to it as no. (laughs) Okay. What's your name? Did he already tell me? Did I ask that? Okay. Uh, My name is... Thrick. Thrick. Uh, You can call me Grim, Thrick. Why, how did you get captured? I was alone, hunting in the forest, and some, some hunters came through, and they, they shot me in my leg so I couldn't get away, and they beat me bloody and dragged me back here. Do you feel well enough to escape now? I feel much, much, much better than I did when you walked in. Hmm. They're going to try to hang you in a few hours. If you let me escape, though, won't they... Try to hurt you? They can try. You think you're going to take on a whole town by yourself? I'm a very fast runner, if need be. I'll tell you that. I'm, I don't run, though. <laughs> so, it's it could be a lose-lose for me. But obviously, if I let you go, I'm not just going to let you walk out the front door. No. I don't know if setting me free is going to change what's been put in motion already. No, but it can't hurt. Very much, at least. I I un, unshackle him. Okay, so you unshackle him, uh, and you do that, and his shackles are off. And <laughs> Thrick, my friend, don't run, because if you do before I explain the plan, I will kill you. Uh, oh, okay. I promise you on that. He's very antsy. He, he shakes the shackles Listen, off. Listen, I'm going to cause a distraction... There's Argonon is still up there, the sheriff. I don't know if you know his name, the Red Dragon Lord. Yes, that pile of filth. Yes, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to cause a uh, distraction, as I said, and uh, hopefully you can get away in time. Maybe not. Who knows? Okay. There is a back door here. Do you want me to go out the back door or the front door? Oh, the back door. I didn't know that was those other things. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what is, did, you, did you say anything? No, about I didn't that say there was a back door. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't intend to hold that to make you sound silly. The door is actually in this cell. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so you make a distraction. How will I know when to go? I didn't. Now. I didn't have, I didn't have a. I will say, ah, my bones. <laughs> And then you can run. <laughs> ah, my bones. You're going to say... I'm going to scream ah, it very loudly. Ah, my bones. <laughs> okay. I'm not too... I don't think this plan is going to work very good. But I have to try. My beautiful bones. <laughs> um, And at this point, you actually hear... Uh, Argnon's voice from upstairs. 
And he says, Grim, get up here. Something's going on. We might need your help. Never mind. <laughs> Hold that thought. Uh, the Noel is, or Thrick is going to stay down there. He's not following you right now. Um, he's going to, I'll, I'll wait for you. I'll wait for some sort of distraction. Um, Very good. And at this point, do y'all want me to return to the inn? Is there anything you guys want to do? Are y'all still catching some Z's? Um, I'm just waiting on, on Briar to wake <clears throat> up. Um, I know that this execution is supposed to be happening at some point. Is there, like, can I see what's going on out the window or something? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's a smart move. And when you look out the window, you can roll perception for me, actually. Whee! I don't even know that this is going on. No one told me. Absolutely. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just just leaving. Yeah. <laughs> 11. Okay. Hold on just a second. Somebody getting Perfect. lynched. <laughs> All right, so you look out, you look out, and over, you can see from the top this window in the second story, you can see across the town, you can see the gallows sticking out, and back, the gallows are actually backlit by this blazing fire um, at the edge of town. You can see, it looks like a, either one or a couple of homes at the edge of town towards the western wildwood are on fire. You can hear screaming, and you can hear people running and saying, they're, they're attacking! They're attacking! And you can hear just hear that very faintly muffled um, from your bedroom window. That ain't good. I want to take the staff, Briar's mm-hmm. staff, off my back. I want to leave that propped up by the bed. And I want to go out and, and knock on Jack's door. Okay. Um, dum, dum, dum. Yes, who's there? Uh, Jack, Jack, it, just looking out the window. Have you, have you seen what's going on out there? Uh, can I see what's going on? You can. Okay. <laughs> hey, I think we you might better get out there, man. Uh, absolutely. I, you hear me thump out of bed. <laughs> you hear a two feet. Doom, doom. You yeah, pull any clothes or anything? Like pull on your shoes? Huh? Probably, I probably need <laughs> to put on my hat. Yeah, okay. Hat, boots, cloak, dress that I probably slept in. Okay. Would you sleep in the mask? That's the thing. Cause like, I know it blocks the smell. Yes. Nice. Okay. Yeah, the smell of smoke is strong in the air for everyone who can smell it. Oh yeah, Jack sleeps like a corpse, just like flat on his back, just completely okay. still. So you That's guys, creepy, but very Jack. So on you top come of the out covers. of your room? Sorry. You yeah. come out of your yes, room? I come out of the room. You guys are together at the top of the stairs. All right. I'm running downstairs. Oh, I want to around and I'm at the stairs. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I wanna head that way and see if I can find out what's going on. Okay. Uh, so you head downstairs and you, uh, we'll say you guys run to the town square. Uh, and from where you are, you can see on the front porch, Grim, you're heading up to see Argnon. Yep. You can see on the front porch, uh, Grim sprinting out of the door of the jail to skid right beside Argnon, who is standing um, with a telescope, uh, who is looking. And he nudges Grim and he says, What do you, there's a fire, but people are screaming. Can you hear? Can you hear what they're saying? Their role perception. Yeah. That's a big old eighteen. Okay, you hear the the, the screams of like they pe- call me people, sh- Mike. people shrieking in terror, and you can hear Don't they're attacking! Why. They're attacking! <laughs> the gnolls are attacking! The gnolls are attacking! Oh no! Oh no! There's babies. <laughs> so, I was wondering. By the way, there's babies. <laughs> so there's chaos over there. The gnolls are attacking. You're saying this very calmly. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying it to Argus. <laughs> With his ear out. <laughs> just... 
Mm-hmm. Um, ah, get out of my way. To the ground kind of thing. And at that point, as you say that, you can hear a loud thud and a door slamming um, and the scrape of claws across the thing and uh, across the like the floor. And Grim, you can turn around and you see uh, who's or what. You can see Thrick sprinting out of the back door, um, but Argon doesn't seem to notice. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, I just made a face like not bad for those listening. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Should have so, just been in your descriptions. And there's some knolls and ah, my bones. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna make bones attack me, and I was gonna like struggle. Yeah. With the <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you didn't get that. No, this uh, is better. It wouldn't have worked. So, <laughs> Argon. Uh, Puts his telescope down and says, <coughs> Ah, there are your friends. We may have use of you yet tonight, Grim. Let's get closer. Excellent. Right. I, I wait, do I, I see them, I wave them, and then I run off. Yeah, so you guys want to meet up? Y'all going with them? Yeah, we, we see Grim and, and Argnon up ahead. I guess we follow where they're going? Yep. Cool. Okay, so you guys make it kind of, you're looking down the street. Um, actually, this is the same street, uh, Jack Law, that your your butcher shop used to be on. Um, and the, the crowd is kind of getting as close to this event <clears throat> as they can. Uh, the heat from the fire is very strong. It's almost like, it's, you, it's hard to walk down that street. But there's a crowd congregating and looking this way. Uh, as there, You can see just the hill... On the outside of town is just a wash with knolls, like 20, 30, maybe 40 knolls on the end. Um, <laughs> Jack Law's cracking his knuckles. One at a time. Can I... Everybody take a note. If we're trying to get like past this crowd to get up to the front, is it possible that there's like an alley behind the butcher shop that I would know about that I could... Uh, sure, you know the town, so maybe you could get through a little bit easier. But there are a lot of people congregating. You're not quite there yet. Um, let me set the scene as you okay. approach, because it's going to take you a minute to get all I, the way down. I specifically want to run like through the front entrance of the butcher shop, out the back door, down the said okay. alley. Gotcha. Do you want to just get in front of the crowd? Uh, Arlo, what do you want to do? Um, I I just want to get closer to what's going on to see where I can best be of use. Front of the crowd, so we can be between the two sides. Okay, cool. Arlo's not like a frontline kind of guy. He's like a support kind of guy. All right, so you you know the shortcut, and you could very easily get to the front of this crowd going through the butcher shop that you know. Um, Do you want to... So you want to, like, sprint up, take the lead, and tell people what... Tell your four-man crew what you're doing, or you just want to sprint and do that way by yourself? Four-man crew? Uh, Argonon's Argonon's with us. Oh. Oh, Okay. I didn't know we'd even intercepted Grim. Yeah, you guys met up. Sorry, you guys. Okay. He saw I thought, even... like, he sees us coming from a great distance, and then there's, like, the crowd between us. Oh, no, the, the crowd's okay. not between you. So imagine, imagine again, we're looking from the top. Gotcha. At the very bottom of this area is Grim and Argnon. A little bit above you, above them, is you and Arlo. Above all of you is this crowd. Far above that is the Gnolls and stuff. Fair enough. Okay. okay. So you guys mm. are all together. All right. Uh... Yeah, I'll veer off with all four of them. Okay. If you want to go ahead and set said scene before we do that. Sure. So you you see this crowd? They're congregating. Um, Argnon, as he's approaching, says, "Everyone, calm down, calm down. We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Um, everyone, just let us let us get through." But the more he says, the more people are crowding in, and they're not allowing you to get through. So this would be the perfect opportunity for you to. Argnon, wait this way. Okay. And I'm. 
<laughs> I got a 13 to kick in the door moon shop. Perfect. Yeah, it is boarded up. So very cool scene. Uh, Jack Law says, come on, let's go. He kicks in the door of the butcher shop, and you guys sprint through it, and you go through an alleyway, and Argonaut says, "Where? I didn't even know this was here. Uh, and then you get... Well, well as going through all this, I actually, like, as Arlo, I'm fascinated, like, Jack, is this is this your shop? Absolutely. And as we're running through, I open up one of the cabinets and I take out an identical cleaver to the yeah. one I already have. <laughs> nice. And I put it in my clothes. It's a little. It's a hair rusty. Just a little bit of rust on it. it needs I, hair. I, he then the, in that case he p- takes it out and he pauses and looks at that and then still puts it away. Yeah. But there's like a very significant like half second pause. He looks at the rust on it. Okay. Um, another. Like <clears throat> yeah. Also, as you pass through the yard, uh, as you walked up the concrete, uh, like the stone and up to the the door and uh, across the porch, um, <clears throat> just roll perception for how you pass through there. Everybody, everybody, if you don't mind. Twenty-five. Twelve. Seventeen. All right. So all of you see it. It's not hard to see. There's these big browns watches of what you know would, would have been dried blood. No one has come to wash all, wash all this off, but Jack, you know exactly what caused this blood to be here. You know exactly whose blood this is. It is your wife's blood from long ago when your journey began, um, and you just notice that as you pass by into the butcher shop. <clears throat> you can Jack, like, adjust his mask a little bit? Or... Probably. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because this is where it happened. This is where... We, we haven't done our narrations, but... For the, yeah, for the for the folks at home, this is where wife's or Jack Law's wife uh, had her untimely passing at the hands of some orcs. So you guys pass through. Argnon says, "I've never seen this before. I've, I've never been through here." You grab the rusty cleaver and you give it a contemplative look as you put it in your bag or in, in your wherever you put it in your sheath. Uh, and you guys pass through and you're able to go down an alley, hop a fence, and now you're in the front of this crowd. Uh, the orange firelight reflects off all of your eyes and all of the, the metal and the weapons that you have on you. Burb is actually in tow. Burb, Burb followed you guys out. He was sleeping in the, in the room actually with Jack. He followed you out kind of silently just, you know, wanting to be together with, all, with whatever's going on. Um, and he's without a que- at this point, Burb doesn't question you guys. Burb is with you. Burb <clears throat> speaks when spoken to a lot of times. Um, and he will be there whenever you need him. Um, so Burb doesn't speak, and he can also kind of tell this is a this is a very tense moment. Th- things are happening. Uh, the firelight reflects off of everyone's eyes. Uh, Burb is looking wide-eyed at this almost sea of knolls in front of you. At least <clears throat> it looks almost like that because they're standing in such a way to make themselves look big and imposing. And in front of them is a knoll that seems to be about two times taller than the rest of them. Uh, he is standing with a great. Um, a great axe that he's holding high above his head. His teeth are bared. His eyes are uh, are huge and black, um, and you can see the fire reflecting off of them. He's he's lit by this fire that is burning in front of him. He's standing on top of a building, um, and he is holding this axe above his head. And he says, "What does he say?" He says. You swine have taken all we have and steal from us yet again. I am Black Fang, and you have my word that if you do not return the fat druid to us before nightfall tomorrow, we will descend on you in a swarm with fire and blood. Be warned. So I'm going to kill him. That was good. 
And he, uh, as he as he shouts all that, as Grim leans over and says uh, what he says to you all, he hops down from the thing, and he the the building that he was on was burning. He takes his axe and slams it into like the corner of this wooden building and swipes through it. And then the whole the building just begins to crumble in front of him after the integrity of it has been destroyed by the fire. <clears throat> and he turns around and he looks at all of his knolls. And he lets out a, a bellowing howl. That, oh, oh! And then they all respond with 40 and however many echoed howls. And they all sprint back into the forest. And that is where we will end our episode today, oh. boys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it. This has been episode 19 of the Dungeon Boys. Uh, come back next week to find out what's up with Black Fang. Come back next mm. week to find out what's up with Thrick. Uh, as well as what's up with Briar and everything else. Uh, we'll find out what happens. Please be sure to like this video if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you might be listening, please, if you don't mind, write us a review. That'd be great. I should ask for that at the beginning of the episode, to be honest with you. Uh, you're probably not still here if you know the episode is over. But <laughs> anyway, please leave us a review. Uh, subscribe. Write us a review. It'd be great, 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 great. Uh, in the meantime, remember, we love you. Very much. And Duke's Barbecue. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> uh.